Hello everyone, welcome to Stories and Solutions. I am your host, Mr. Todd. This week, we'll be uh, looking for the solutions and the stories that we share. And as always, just look to be hopeful. This is uh, the episode that involves history. And if you're not familiar with me by now, I'm Mr. Todd, and this is Mr. Todd's Corner, and tonight I have a guest, his name is Elon, and uh, I'll let him introduce himself. Uh, yes, Elon Carver, uh, moved here when I was nine from the land of... Move your mic. Oh, sorry. Moved here at the age of nine to it, the it land. It swivels. There you go. Okay. <laughs> First time podcasting, got to get uh, it's all good. <laughs> surroundings. It's only number five. Uh, yeah, age and I to move here from the land of Israel, and uh, you know, adjusting to uh, one's understanding of his surroundings in uh, American culture. But um, yeah, history has always been a uh, curiosity of mine and covers uh, quite an extent of information. But uh, one thing that uh, stands firmly in my in terms of uh, what I've come to observe through extensive readings is uh, the way we disconnect with our natural environment. We as, you know, organisms, probably we disconnect more than any other organism on this planet, taking more than we give, valuing it's going to be our doom. That's uh, the, the writings on the wall. And uh, I just wanted to tap into what we were originally meant to be, uh, which was a spiritual creature experiencing reality. Um, the ancients were aware of it, and uh, thus my interest in history, uh, especially the Egyptians, ancient Egyptians before the uh, pharaohs uh, came to town. That's good. It's interesting. So, yeah, this whole purpose of the podcast by the way is um i don't like surface <laughs> so you've known me for over a decade yeah it's the uh well the people are the surface dwellers you gotta go beneath you gotta carry a shovel yeah behind. i'm more of the you know the uh inner earth and and, really, and, yeah. and that that's kind of where my soul is but i but i but i i connect to everything because it's still earth you know and i always um i have a hard time being around people that consider themselves intelligent because of the books that they you know passed the, in, in in whatever class that they're in or mm -hmm. you know whatever degrees they have or whatever it is yeah the pedigrees yeah where where in reality um they don't have they, there's a disconnect because they they tend to rationalize with the destruction of the world because of i have this and you know because i have this it allows me to forget what is actually going on because I don't have to live in that world because I'm in my own bubble. 
I don't know if that is, um, like, okay, if you're at work, I'm trying, yeah. There's people that live; they work in their own bubble, and regardless of their status, yeah, you carry a universe onto itself within you that uh, some people, you know, get lost in. You know, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, some people don't realize this universe is actually a very small country. Yeah. Well, you've known me so long. This is what I was saying. You know me for a long time, and even when I talk to students, I was always on the premise of this. People need to remember Pangea, and as much as no one wants to actually acknowledge, and who really cares at this point, who was here first? It's a matter of respect. Because if you if they don't even respect the land that is giving them their air, their nourishment, their heat, their water, their their food, everything, right? Their minerals, their batteries, their whatever, it all comes from Earth. So aside from the chemicals that they make, it still comes from the Earth. And the thing is, is that these people... They tend to. Well, go ahead. What do you mean by these people? The people that uh, that kind of feel that they've risen above that concern because they can just throw money at it. Yeah, you, and that's the solution of uh, of the white man. That that's the white, see, the white man's okay. burden is the okay. burden of his cash. Okay, uh, that's uh, uh, at least uh, in my estimation of things. But uh, well, I appreciate it because when I say it, it's a, it holds a whole other meaning. It makes me a racist. No, I, I hear you, and it's you know, uh, but it, it has nothing to do with that. Yeah, there's there's a disconcern, uh, and Pangea. It, it's important to remember the 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 etymology, the root of it is the the togetherness, the unity of all uh, the lands uh, before they were disconnected in their you know puzzled form that we see on the globe. Well, that's the whole point. When yeah. I say I talk to, well, you've been there. Where I talk to students, where I tell them, like, if you can remember Pangea, regardless of your tribe, you are still all in one whole tribe, within a tribe. You know, like you had uh, sections. And that's where mankind probably thrived the best when he was in the tribal system. When he when he sat down and started constructing communities and cultures, that's the beginning, the end. Well, we're we're seeing that now. I mean, look at all around us, our, our culture. What is it? Does it move you towards achieving, you know, anything but consumption of goods? No, because the whole thing about capitalism is take, 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 take. When does capitalism give? Not even the rich give. Well, but that's what I'm saying. As a species, we do not give, we take. And that's all it is. We, we rape the land. This is pretty much what my album's about. Like, I, I talk about, well, I have two of them. But I have one, the one, the poetry one. It's more like, I'll, well, I won't get into that. But the other one is, I talk about this stuff because my, my like I said, I, I want this to have a solution. So if you're talking about history, one of the questions I had was um, not so much what got you into it, but okay, so do you feel like history repeats itself? And if so, why? There's a pattern, there's a cyclical um you know, force operating in uh, in all of our experiences uh, because we've all inherited some form of I've seen, I've been here, 
I can't quite put my finger on it, but I know I've seen this before. I've felt this before. Um, so, yeah, I think there are repet- repetitive cycles that uh, constitutes, uh, you know, itself throughout uh, history. And But we ignorantly continue to falter as we move towards the future. And why is that? Well, because uh, ego, we have yeah, we we have this blind faith that st- technology is going to fix the problems that technology creates. Cause the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's the cause. But we'll use technology. It's Pandora's they're, they're, box. They're trying to pump fucking chemicals into the air to fix the f- the fucking weather problem, motherfuckers. Y- if you stop polluting the shit, then it wouldn't be like this, would it? Uh, no, they don't think like that. Yeah, you place the value of the dollar above a human life, and right. then uh, and then you you wonder why. That's why I wish I had the power to tear the motherfucker brick by goddamn brick, and really begin to see, you know, which is what COVID really forced everybody is to see to, to be inside, to like to inside look yourself. to be inside yourself. But you know what else I think is going to happen? Uh, there's going to be so many people homeless because of their jobs that are gone. Um, there's people that are just, because I see, I come from a behavior background, right? So I've always studied the way people act. And I said, a lot of people think bombs and guns and what have you is power and money is power. I think your mind is power because if you can make a whole society go crazy, they can't fight you. So Wait, when what you, do you cause mean go crazy. Okay, so we have COVID, man made. I don't know if you agree or disagree. Man made. Well, I mean, there's so many, you know, different. It's hard. That's the beauty of it. What truth do you wish to, to allow yourself to? I listened to the Chinese guy that said, "Yeah, we created COVID." <laughs> that's about it. I look at the literature for the well, World the- Health Organization and Fauci, and it says that they created this to study. Right, and it happened to just get out. So here's my point: if you create something, you know how to, like, not create it. Right? There's got to be an Achilles heel. What? Right? So if if this is now out, and you waited four months, right? Four months to say, oh, by the way, um, this thing is real, and people are just dropping like flies. Well, I tell you what: if this is some kind of an elaborate conspiracy plot that's been you know, cooked up in, in, in a network of politicians throughout the world. It's a stroke of genius. Yeah. <laughs> so my point is, is that if you are able to, and I'm just talking TV, if I'm you a, can put people you to be put, you have psychological. Brought, yes, you have brought right? fear into the home of, the, of everyone. Yeah. So therefore, you can control them. You know why? Yeah. 9-11 did the same thing. Uh, it was a that was funny. But they used to, not funny, but they had like the red alerts and and all that. Um, it was an attempt of uh, control by fear, but that's uh, that's a key weapon. So this is Controls my point. To what end? So this so is my point. If you have control with people that think they're dominant because of a somebody like with the name Mindy, you know that that we all know, and they have a, a what do you call it, Napoleon complex. So they have a control factor. That's from the lowest level at work. Then you have someone else, right, that say they make their first million a year, and this is now a constant. What they used to do and the people that they used to do it with are now their minions, right? Now you have the power that be. 
And they control the media. They control the radio. To, they control to, the okay, narrative. To what end? Just to control, to control it? Because if you control people, you can purchase. Look, for them to be, listen to this. And for you to be able to okay a smart TV to track you for advertising, and, and you decide to say, well, then I'm going to sell data because that's what they want. You're creating a business. That's fine. That's capitalism. But when you get to the point that you want to get into people's dreams and consciousness and you want to be able to, to find a way to uh, coerce them to purchase your things by making it pop on the TV because you were having a conversation about it, that's wrong. Now, regardless, I hear, I hear, you see I hear, what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. So, so, so in this world that we're in, like you said, money is over, you know, people. But the point I'm trying to make is, I when I say I'm more inner earth, is I can't stop this regardless of, you know, the president heard this. Nobody cares. You know why? Because everybody rationalized with this. Well, I'm going to die one day. So it becomes life is the game, you know, like like you only get one life. So you yeah, might as well ball out and but, that's it. Yeah, but the thing is, it really centers you back to your own self and trying to figure out who you are and what and in relationship to the world around you. OK. And, and, and this whole idea that, you know, this measure of control that, uh, you know, controls in everything and everything. But they can't. They can't see it. When I think about it, if they can't get at my deep inside, you know, the, the very no, fabric dude. of my being. They, you think so? I don't think they can. Okay. They would like to. How do you they, think they're trying to? Okay, so when they go into the computer or you go to an MRI and they check your brain waves, right? They're yeah. going in your head, right? So now, nowadays, they give you this thing called virtual reality, and you put this thing on. They also have the ones when you go into the spas and you put the thing on your head, mm -hmm. right? So they're streaming your, they can stream your consciousness, right? Because they're getting your brain waves. Yeah, but they're, just they're, 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 not, they're not experiencing reality the way I do. They don't get to have the sensations that I have. They don't Here. get to have the, the thoughts that I, that I like to, you know, explore. Okay, watch. Just for the hell of it, I'm going to type this in. Can uh, you... Stream consciousness. Stream of consciousness. So it's a stream of consciousness, which is a literature, a literary uh, approach. No, I'm talking about through the computer. Oh, yeah. like stream your your mortal human bre air breathing consciousness into a computer. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, Imagine that's Elon Musk is doing that right now. Yeah, he's trying to fucking put, uh, you know, uh, shit. Yeah, that's exactly along the here could interface you? to interface with the machine. It's a BMI, uh, BMI. BMI. Yes. Uh, Look, brain machine interface. Could we upload our consciousness to a computer? This is 2015. How close are we to uploading our minds? This is 2019. Immortality. We can upload human consciousness. 
2020. Yeah, well, that's a form of transhumanism. That uh, what do you I, think I, they're I, doing? Our next evolutionary path is that's uh, all we're doing. Well, we're gonna we're get rid of these idiots and then go. Well, you know what? We'll use what we need from the human, but his brain well, we'll be is stupid. So we're gonna put the computer, which is from your consciousness, no, imagine that if we you control. Could, imagine because they said that if, we're gonna take a commercial. Okay. My bad. Today's episode is sponsored by Tat T-Shirts, conversation clothing to make you think. Tat, T-A-T-T hyphen T-E-E shirts dot com or on the gram at Tat, T-A-T-T underscore T-double-E shirts. So, um, before we took a break, we were talking about history and how we messed up this world and how nature will just reset. Because if you really think about the size of people, we're like little pieces of sand on Earth. And the ocean can just come rushing in. You can see it all the time when we have hurricanes and things like that. And, um, you know, God forbid it's fire. But nature, you know does things and eradicates and and the same way the forest gets burnt and then it comes back and you know is the same way it's gonna end up happening to us in my opinion well, yeah it's gonna fight fight us off like uh like we try to fight off a virus because yeah. that's what we are yeah um, we're a virus to earth because we're not cultivating it instead no. instead we're just mining it and you got to give even if you use trees you got to build you know you know plant trees and you can't plant trees and use overuse the ones you took. There's going to be a, 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 a shift. It begs the question, though, is like, are we even a natural, um, you know, organism? Because uh, most organisms that are, you know, establish harmony with their natural environment. And only man seems to, you know, take more than he gives. Well, yeah, because we've, uh, we've had this conversation. Well, we've created like these, like the, the freaking plastic, like... Bad yeah, plastic has no natural enzyme to break down. It just stays. It sits there. Yeah. It sits there. Yeah. The forever chemicals. Well, like think about it. Like if if I've had this conversation with students too, but think about this and you, where uh, you take the, the 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 wild kingdom, and you have, you know, you can go through Africa and film or watch National Geographic, right? And you're gonna see where. Uh, there's a zebra and an elephant and even a lion chilling off to the side. Why? Because a lion ate already, right? The lion isn't going after the zebra going, oh, that ass got, he, he, he got stripes. I'm going to go get him, right? Or the elephant, oh, he, he thinks he's dripping, right? So I'm going to go get him. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it's just really stupid. So they kill for protection of their families, their you know, uh, environment, like their habitat, and uh, just to, for defense. But they don't just randomly kill. We're the only ones. Birds don't do that. 
Yeah, did they respect the sphere of influence beyond, you know, did they don't, they're not gluttonous. Right. Ryan's, did they eat as much as they need to to feed their family? Yeah. And then there's a natural process to things. So, so check this out. I'm going to show you something. I found this. And I remember this movie. Um, do you remember Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah, yeah, I remember it well. It's uh, What's in the Box. Yeah, so you have. Oh, you mean Seven? The movie seven, seven yeah. With uh, well, no, there's a movie Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, okay, I thought you were talking about the one with uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. So like this one, okay, here's the Seven De- Deadly Sins. Pride. That's oh. the first top one. So, so, so what, so what threw uh, Lucifer from uh, from heaven? Right, that's us. C- greed. That's America. Lust. That's porn, right? Envy. That's what gets people killed. Gluttony. They just eat, 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 and they throw it away. And, they, and, and and to the point that we won't give donuts that we're throwing in the trash to the bum, or sorry, to the homeless person, because uh, they might sue us, right? Then you have sloth. That's the only one left. No, sorry, wrath. Right. We do that with bomb, bombs, right? We destroy everything, and then we got to go back and build it. So then sloth, what's that? Sloth is... Uh Hey, why is sloth a sin? It says it's sin against God's love, and that it goes so far oneself. as to refuse the joy that comes from God and to be repelled by divine uh, goodness. So you you you're loving yourself more than God. It's like you have the myth of narcissus, I believe. Yeah, but God is also they say a jealous God because they God only wants you to love Him or it, which to me is energy. I think love is energy because you can feel that without seeing that. And yeah, I hear you. That and, the and interconnected it, energy that unites us all. Yeah, and you want to hear something crazy? Since we're on this conversation, so I was at work today, and they had a meeting, and the lady that was sitting to my left, um, you know how I, I get like, like I'll tell you, like sometimes I flash into something, I'll see somebody, like I have uh, what do you call it, photographic memory. So I saw her at my place, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's weird. So I asked her, uh, anyone you know live you know, over here and describe where I'm at? And I was like, or have you ever lived over there? She's like, yeah, I just moved from there uh, about a year ago. And I was like, really? And she said she moved there in 2012. So she's been there the whole time I've been there. And and then here we are working at the same place. She never noticed you. No, but because I'm pretty low pro, dude. I don't really. I'm stealthy. Are you lurking in the shadows. I just stay in the. I stay in the shadows for, for sure. So so you know, um, this is what I think is what is gonna end the end the world because we use all these sins. But yeah, so the reason why I mentioned her is go figure. We. You know, you say small world, you know, and then I met at work a woman that said, I know you from she kept saying, I know you from somewhere. She's like, what else do you do? And I was like, oh, I make I design T-shirts and um, I do music. You know, I write. It just depends. I just do what I feel. Right. So then she goes, no, 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 you do. Are you on radio? And I was like, not anymore. So I was like, and so then she goes, oh. You rap. This is today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
no, I used to, like 20-some years ago. And she goes, you won't believe this. She goes, I was a kid, and I got into a club with my sister, and I remember you. And I was like, get out of here. She told me her name. Right? She still hasn't provided any proof. Yeah, she could just be saying I rap and got lucky, huh? That I used to. Uh, this is like 20 years ago she remembers this? She said, I remember your voice. Your voice is what you remember. Yeah, and she said, you used to rap or you rap. And I was like, so you heard me on the radio? Because I haven't been on the radio. And she's like, no, I saw you. This was the first show I've ever been to. And I was at a UCLA show, which is where I played. And she was like, um, I just remember, and the other thing is, I was covered head to toe. I had on a hat, dark glasses, a bandana, and a big jacket. Oh, wow. So she would have just known my voice. Well, you have a radio voice. You know, the one that... Uh, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, for radio, it's good. <laughs> as long as I'm getting paid, right? Um, well, Uh-oh, it- that's a sin. That's uh, that's one of the seven cents. But then again, it's under God creates the agenda. He's got to fall into it. Um, True. But uh, it's up to everyone to create their own agenda. As long as you're not hurting yourself and others. Others, yeah. We ain't going on beef at all. Yeah. That's what these kids can't figure out. Uh, these kids coming back from out of COVID, trying to figure out uh, their path in life, who they are, where they're going. They have the slightest clue. Try Co- to give them some direction. Yeah, COVID made me more about my family because when it came down to it, like, honestly, like, I've lost friends, like, that are just like, I can't hang around you because you refuse. And all I keep saying, same thing. Look, before we had a vaccine, we all wore masks. When you get the vaccine, you can still get sick. You can still pass it on. You, you can contract it, you hold it, you give it out. If you're unvaccinated, you can contract it, you can hold it, you can give it out. You know what's fascinating is the overall distrust that people have of the governments. You know, because, you know, there isn't a... It's almost like it's a matter of faith. You know, the very idea of what is true is whatever you wish to bring into yourself and make part of your identity. But... You can't let these current issues define everything that you're going to be now in the coming days. I think that's the key. Um, and, you know, everybody's trying to talk to somebody's ear about something. Yeah, but see, my thing is, okay, you're a historian, more, you know, or you like history, so you study history. I, I, I'm curious about, you know, our spiritual possibilities that we have have been lying dormant within ourselves for for who knows how long but we're biologically wired to to reactivate it uh you know the pineal gland the decalcifying your pineal gland um there's been some testimonies that i've seen of some people that say that it's too much yeah that they're not that, that you can't live in this reality and have an active pineal gland because it doesn't jive well with the type of re- reality we've kind of like put over people's eyes and minds well because it's like having um a parallel universe so so like um you know how they say like mac tyson for example he said i took the toad and he goes once you take that you come back 
to reality here and you're like i'm not shit i just you like you you just get it and you're like okay you don't take yourself seriously because you really understand that you're um a spiritual creature having a uh, yeah, you're, experience yeah, yeah you you you're just here and 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 this flesh is not necessarily real like we we're, we're not really we well, are whatever we make ourselves we, to we, be yeah we cook it up in our own heads but it's uh the culture seems to operate more than more than just coincidence to allowing us to tap into that you know Correct. to keep us endlessly you know distracted by all these various um, platforms that they make available. Yeah, I think the, the uh, I call it the third eye, but it's kind of like this. I, I don't really exist in this, like I exist here body-wise, right? But when I'm around certain things or certain people, um, oh, hang on. As I said before, um, I have Elon here. Um, we were talking about the third eye and uh, how um, how to decalcify it, or whether you one should. Well, yeah, because I think it depends. It's see, dangerous. see, here's my thing. I think like this. I think the internet screwed up everything, where it, it became too much information, and drown you in information and correct so now there's yeah so now you're just not even in reality anymore you're just floating around in these ones and zeros right so like you have um if you open up the third eye and people are, are too stupid to okay we can't get along because of what we wear or what we go to see or what we listen to or who we listen to or what color we are right or how big we are it's that's too much information, and I, and 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 I understand this is a conspiracy. I understand that someone else would say we can't let these people be aware of the amount of power they have because they're going to destroy it. Well, guess what? What do you think they're doing? They're destroying the world because they don't want to tell you something. And 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 I've said this before. What is the purpose of nuclear bombs? There isn't one. What is the purpose of... Well, I mean, back in World War II, it was a very clear one. It was to, uh, was to decimate uh, the uh, the enemy. But what did that do? Well, it did. It, at it, the it, end. It ushered in the nuclear age. Exactly. So at the end of the day, that was the beginning of the end of saying, okay, we're going to detonate these things, what, 50-something times, so we can... You're destroying the land. And this is what we were talking about when you said... Um, the people that are from the, the beginning, like when we we're talking about Pangea, and it's like, okay, people nourished land, right? People were uh, more like concerned and were respective of the land. And now it's, I said earlier, like you, you throw money at it as BP can dump billions of gallons of oil, but you just give money. You got to think on this, and I wonder if there's any way to quantify this, how often can a person's actual foot not touch the earth? You know, if you're, I mean, I imagine if you live in California, you probably are, you know, your, your actual bare feet 
touch solid earth at some point. Yeah, you step, have to. But you're stepping on concrete. But I mean, if you're in, a, in another part of the world, there's got to be places where people do not connect with any form of natural surroundings in any way, shape, or form. Um, but it just leads me to, that's why I'm trying to, you know, working with kids, it's trying to guide them and navigate them to an understanding that, you know, just to create the best version of their own selves yeah. and live up to that. Yeah. And if you do that day in, day out, uh, and you're not hurting yourself and others, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they get lost in the wave of information that is uh, thrown on them visually because they, they don't interpret anything through the spoken or written word. Um, Reading's like a disease. Like they don't yeah, they don't want to do that. It's kind of like, what are you doing to me? It's like a, like a to torture. Yeah, like like why like it, like the kids the kids are more like this. What did I do that you're making me do this? Because they can't see value, well, and I'm, they can't really read. Like think about I it. I don't even use the word read. I call it the R word. I can't even say it in class because there's such an antithesis. Yeah, but it's the truth. But I mean, there's your brain does. I tell them it's push-ups for your brain. Yeah, you know, bare minimum twenty minutes a day. Yeah. So I ask these kids to admit to me, honest God's God's own truth, how much time you spend on your phone. This kid. But you should be able to read that on the phone. They say that they don't know how. I think it has a setting that allows you to know which apps you use more than others. Yeah. Yeah. It's kid, at the, at the, as soon as you turn on your phone, right? This kid told me. Uh, so everyone gave me like a five or a six. This one kid, dude, I use my phone ten hours a day. Right. Easy. Yeah. I'm like, so this tells you right here. Right, and it'll tell you entertainment, productivity. Uh, I'm blind. Social. So my show, social is at one a.m. for an hour and thirty two minutes because that's when I can't sleep. Then it has entertainment one hour, right? And then I have productivity. Um, right now. What is this? An iPhone? Yeah. Okay. I, I, this I, is I ten. To, I got an Android, so I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't tell you, I, I finally gave in and haven't given my daughter a cell phone. She's 11 years old. And what's happened is I don't have a daughter anymore. I got this screen staring zombie uh, living upstairs in my house. What? Uh, I mean, I, I let her immerse herself in the phone so I could make her experience. She doesn't do social media or anything like that. She just does, uh, you know, uh, different videos on YouTube and such, which is seems to be the most popular thing among uh, teenagers. She's not a teen quite yet, but a preteen okay but uh i'll because i tell her like the, the, the people who work for google they, they don't even let their children be on their phones they don't even give them phones until they're like you know 15 or 16 years old very good reason for that um you know um, they know how addictive it is they're this they designed it well yeah and <laughs> they don't let them use anything no they and, send and, them to and, schools but there isn't any, any phone any yeah phones at all. i know you gotta go so I'm gonna think this. Uh, I named this uh, segment "Off the Dome." So the first, it's kind of like the first reaction, and you can just say "pass." All right. All right. So, what is the state of school to you now compared to when COVID first hit? I'm filling up the different gaps that have developed in kids' social ability, academic ability. Um, Letting them, you know, experience being around peers, uh, dealing with uh, instructions, processing information. Uh, I mean, my friend used to tell me, uh, say that a good chunk of school, maybe like 80% of it, all the way 
to college and beyond is just memorize information and giving it back. Mm-hmm. So it's a parrot's trick. Mm-hmm. If you could do that, uh, you'd be surprised you how well you could. Yeah. No, you could not but you're not a, really doing anything. Yeah, but you could not have a single original thought your entire life. And people mm-hmm. go through life, people tell you you're a smart guy. Yeah. Um, that's a scary thing. Uh, and it's a reality for a lot of people. There's a zombie squad. But you know, zombie squad. We, we spoke about that at, at, at school, actually. It, what you were just saying. What? Um, about the, the repeating information? Yeah, like, because I was telling the kids, I said, you know why you guys like me? Because I gave you free thought. I don't have rules. What I the rules I have are the school rules. Well, if you take away the structure of me trying to tell you what to do, and you look at it more than that, hey, we're just hanging out. That's what I do. Well, you've yeah. been around me forever. Yeah, but if it, you if you the kids' guard comes down, they could like, oh, okay, this guy's not looking to impose himself on me. Yeah. So I I tell them like right now I have eighth grade, so I'll tell them. Uh, Right now, like we're writing um, persuasive, inf- informative, um, what would you call it, uh, narrative. Okay, compare. Like that, okay, you know. So, and then they they still don't know like nouns and stuff like that. Surprise. So, like I I I try to just come up with things to talk about, and I'll just pull from my life because it's meaningful to me, right? So then I explain something to them that I know they can relate to. And then I say, now we're going to write about it. But you're going to write it and try to persuade someone. And then this group is going to write mm-hmm. something narrative. So tomorrow we're doing like ethos, logos. and Okay, no, that's... And then actually there's some really good exercise you could do by showing them examples of the commercials that use ethos, logos, and pathos. If I can get a cord to hook this into. But the main thing yeah. then, and going back to the original question you had, and, uh, what is it that, um, you know, the school has been like, uh, is uh, it's connection because they've experienced disconnection yeah you know the ability to connect with another with one another but also to connect with oneself you know which uh they still are not they don't know how to do um but it's something that adults still struggle with do do you think it do you think this stifled them or do you think it brought them closer to themselves i think i think it exacerbated whatever was there so if you had a tendency to to be down on yourself and woe is me and you know speaking of woe is me that's one of the things i got into i got into uh, n- not just l- appreciating uh the blues listening to it uh, deeply and learning how to play it which is the best yeah, you way said you got a guitar yeah which is i'm um, learning how to play the guitar which is the best way to get rid of the blues is yeah. to play the blues that's why that's why well you haven't heard my early stuff but uh like a long long time ago um 20 years i i did a um, like a trance album, but mm. but before, right before that, I did this. Um, I called it expressionism. I still call it my stuff that, but it it was like I was actually playing on the keyboard, mm-hmm. and it was my. It was just chords, and then I put beats. So okay, just uh, layered on top of it. Yeah, but it was like, uh, think about listening to like an orchestra. Um, uh, like a harp and a cello and like a like a nice boom 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 bass you know mm. stand up bass kind of thing. I played like things like that, and it was everything was emotional. Well, do you have it? You should. Uh, I had I'm not here with me because it's on floppy disk. Floppy Ed, disk. Ed, Ed's probably heard it because I had my MPC. 
And this was like when I first started. I and I can tell you today, to this day, I think that's the best stuff I've done. Really? Yeah, because when it went digital, I couldn't feel. Floppy uh, disk. I could, yeah. I couldn't feel what I was doing. And when I could, it was, it was taken away because of trying to learn the technology. Like I just bought a logic class, so I got to learn again. It's amazing. The disks was so old. It was floppy. Yeah, it's a floppy disk, and then my 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 my, uh, my <laughs> right. Yeah, it goes on my MPC. I I wish I could still use that thing. And I I used to have a Commodore One Twenty Eight D. I remember that. I had a friend. Actually, I made. See, friends. we would say people were rich then if they. Well, had no, that. I I didn't have that. Actually, I got that as a result of uh, the bar mitzvah. But I made friends with the kid because I knew he had the Amiga. The new oh. Amiga that was the Commodore Amiga. That was like the next tier of graphics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't like the kid, but I loved his Amiga, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other one it was called. That, that, this was right before uh, Nintendo came out. with, uh, It just blew everything up. ColecoVision. The arm I remember Vision. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had one. I had, we didn't have much. So oh, I, did, I, I had the Atari you. with the stick figures. With the little rounded stick figures. Really? Yeah, they had the little ball. The yeah, yeah, I know too much. Stick figured basketball. The ball just goes back You should forth. look up uh, eBay. See how much it... Probably goes for a lot these days. No, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, it was an interesting uh, exchange of ideas. I got a bunch of stuff here to talk about, so you you can come back if you want to. Okay. Well, um, yeah, there, there's plenty to discuss. Hopefully, uh, you know, it takes well. Uh, food for thought. Uh, let that you let your pineal gland grow, uh, grow bright and strong. Yeah, I agree. And when you go to sleep, or before you go to sleep. Like the other sleep, you'll see. You ever do? You ever try this? I know we gotta get out of here, but you should try this. Um, when I go, when I go, I don't go very often anymore. The chiropractor, if um, or any place that you put your face down in the little donut, mm. just try it at your house, I guess. And when you close, first close your eyes, you're gonna see like colors. Yeah, you're you gonna see the purple right. behind your eyes. Can you see the purple right. behind your eyes? You have right. to see beyond the purple behind your eyes. So I was gonna say, if you focus on that. You'll see it open up, and you'll see, like, water, whatever you see. I mean, I can't tell you what you're going to see, but whatever you see. But it'll open up to a whole other, that, I think, that thing you're talking about focusing on. I, I just see a purplish green, but I it's almost like I have to focus like a pinpoint. There's a portal waiting for you to go through and it into opens. yourself. Yeah. yeah, and it opens. Yes. And, and, and I'm telling you, dude, I've been to these places, and uh, I can tell you, like, walking what it felt like. Yeah, it's funny because when you mentioned, like, I was, I was, I saw the one testimonial of, of a guy that uh, decalcified his pineal gland. He said he got to a point where he was walking his dog at night. It was an empty uh, golf field, middle of the night, and within the next instant, he literally was somewhere else, like completely boom. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm, he's like, like, I'm like, I, was not, I was not hallucinogenic. I was not tripping on anything. It was just you know going through a, a consistent process of putting the right kind of stuff in his body to, you know, to not uh, poison it. Yeah, um, which is sugar. Yeah, and, then, you, well, and you, they, that's why they, see, I'm telling you, I talk to kids about this too, but people think I'm crazy. I say, if you think about how much sugar from a baby they give you, and you know how toxic it is, well, they don't want you to know what you can do. They give you preservatives from a baby. They give you everything that breaks down your cell like your cells and 
to answer your question earlier about why don't people trust government, I was saying you you know history. Mm. How many black? How many things have they done to blacks on experiments and just cruelty? I don't know about numbers. Uh, I don't have numbers in front of me. Well, I can give you the five. Well, I'm sure you can. You can read right. them off like an after NBA game. Right. Uh. So, so, so my point is, is like <laughs> I don't blame any of them to say I don't trust this crap. Uh, you know? There's a reasonable distrust of uh, world governments. Uh, All but, of them. But uh, it's, it's, it's the same old story. It's the rich over the poor. And how much do the rich have to get richer than, than the poor? Yeah. Um, you know, how many fucking cars do you need in your house? Yeah. Um, but we're going, it's turning the clock back. We're going to move back to tribalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be a, a Mad Max kind of style yeah. with tribalism. Have I been saying this <laughs> for like 10 years? And everybody said, oh, you're crazy, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Keep filling up your garage we'll with see. a bunch of canned beans. You'll see. <laughs> yep. not I told, hey, Todd, I told, let me in. Dude, I told Asia, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this weekend, we're going to uh, ch- check out motorhomes. Because I was like, right now, it seems like there's well, going to be like a civil war. There's a sense that it's going to descend into chaos. I mean, you know it what is. worried me is when you saw the lines at the gun store were longer than anywhere else, and they're all white. Yeah. You know what the scariest thing that they, they don't want a black man to probably have is a license to own their own gun. Why do you think they made the law? Well, and then they, they well, they, this again. Or policemen. Don't you know they made policemen to get black people? Yeah. No, I, I've seen some of the trainings that they go through, um, and it's very unnecessarily aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's these laws, the, the, you know, the stand your ground law. Where yeah, what the hell is that? Basically, oh, anything, he, he, anything he, that you he deem a threat in, in your... He, he popped his gum when he was chewing his gum and went, pop, so I shot him. It's And they, they have... Pe- so it's the idea that when you had a man's house as his castle, it's extending that be into the public sphere. Yeah. And any any threat that you deem a danger to your own life, you are within your rights to use deadly force. Isn't that the Wild West? It is the wild west, but the thing is, like, you could be just a person walking down the street, and they, they can matter. see you a threat. They're going to gun you down. They can do it anyway. I'm <laughs> right? And, and then they'll call them gang members. But if but think about it. If it was a white dude, it's called standing his ground. If it's a Zimmerman, it's called standing I his know. ground. I don't right? know. how many, I wonder how many states have that as a legal... Uh, Arizona... Uh, Texas? Florida, Texas. Oh, Force Florida. You could throw Florida in there in this first. Yeah. Um... Probably Kansas or something like that. <laughs> Some place I'll never go. No, it's a but scary yeah. world to raise your children in. I, I, in fact, had I n- any way of anticipating this, I wonder if I would have brought children. Into I'm the, world. the same way, but I love my kids. I, I love would, my kids. I, I would say I've, I've actually told my kids, like, if I were you guys, I would enjoy your life and don't have kids, and just and just like just like I'm telling you, just spend your money, and when you go, you go. Because if the world ends and you have money, it don't mean nothing anyways. So just be happy. That's what all I ever tell well, them, I, just I, be happy. Yeah, but part of that happiness is is having kids and watching them grow. True. But you know? if the, they, the, the, they can assess, bad. though. They, they can assess, assess. like, oh, decision, yeah. this, isn't, this world isn't, you know. Because think about it. Back in the day, our parents hear, were, would hear, like, uh, rock and roll. And they were probably going, what is that? Well, the new parents, right? They heard hip hop. They're like, "Ooh, what is that?" I know, so, but let me ask you: this, Can you, know? you imagine living out the, your life to its end with never parenting or having your own child? Well, now you now that I have one, but I also have the first tattoo I got was a child because I thought I may never have a child. 
Yeah, but your tattoo right? is not going to go to college. And, and, and no, <laughs> but well, I don't know. I, 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 I never thought of it like that. I always thought like I wanted a son, right? Um, but I didn't find anyone that I thought, oh, this sounds like a good idea. You know, like I wasn't in that part of, part of my life. Like I was with my wife for seven years before yeah, I... You guys were together for a long time. Yeah, I was like, nah, dude, I'm not trying to do all that because she's significantly younger than me, A, and I'm like, if she changes her mind, I don't want to be paying nothing and have to see you. Like if I have to pay you, I don't want to see your face. Right, so if I have a kid with you, and it and we're not together, like that's just torturing myself, right? So I would rather be like, okay, let's make sure. And then I I always heard the seven year itch, so I waited seven years, and then I realized, well, it's called that because it's common law marriage. So I was like, well, you might as well just do it. We lived together seven years. <laughs> I, I, I'll marry you because because you hang around me so long. You might as well. Uh... Well, I mean. It just felt like I was married anyway, but I don't like contracts. So I'm more like, I don't want to, like, I don't, I, I come from a world where, like, my parents were divorced, divorced, her parents were divorced, and her dad was divorced, you know, several times. So it's more like, uh, I don't want to, like, get in that stream. It was more like we could be Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell and just live our lives, and we were actually quite happy. But it was all this outside stuff. So then it became, oh, damn, you know, I guess we're going to get married. But I wasn't, like, against marriage. I just thought I'm sure there was I some... wanted her to be older. But how old was she when she uh, had That's what I'm uh, saying. Taj. By the time she, oh, when she had Taj. Yeah, she was. So she would be 33, 34. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's when uh, your time is going to be running out. You're going to, you know, if you're going to pop a kid, you better do it before you're 35. I mean, for most women, yeah. I mean, you can push it to forty, but yeah, I, I, but but that's what I'm saying. I, I was looking at her time frame, not mine, because I'm older. Yeah, but I mean, who knows how long your boys can swim? Forever, (laughs) just the way it is. So, with that, we end the episode. So, thank you for listening to another episode of Stories and Solutions. I am your host, Mr. Todd, and a big thank you to all my guests. Tune in next week for another episode of Stories and Solutions. Thank you for listening.